The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. The Coaches Show is brought to you by JHA Company, Josh Houston and Associates. Jewelry, letter jackets, yearbooks, graduation products, and more online at jhacompany.com. I'm Danny Brewer. I am extremely pleased now. I seem like I'm always extremely pleased on the show because this is just a fun time. Michael Voss, the mastermind of basketball over at Riverdale High School. Coach Voss, you're joining me now. Appreciate you being here. How are we doing this morning? Good, Danny. How you doing? Man? Well, you know, fantastic. It's February. We, The groundhog said early spring. Uh, I don't know. Are you a believer in the groundhog, Coach? No, the groundhog's probably lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Riverdale basketball. The uh, That's what we're here for. The record may not be exactly what you want, but I know there's been some hurdles and all this stuff. Talk about the growth that you've seen from – November when you got rolling to right now with some let's talk about some of your individual kids first uh, who, who have you seen like you know because obviously that's what keeps you in the coaching game uh, along with winning a lot of ball games but seeing those kids because that's how you win right is by, by growing kids yeah well and, and and our everybody's role has had to change as the years gone on um we, we've had a year where we've lost more we, we've lost more games um man, man games uh, in a season, and I think we then I think we have in my whole coaching career previous for twenty something years. You know, we had EJ obviously get injured five games, six games into the season, uh, and you lose him for the year, and that was a huge part of it. And then, uh, you know, Gray got a concussion. We lost him for a little bit. We had an injury uh, here recently with MJ. Like we we we've had some guys. Um, We've lost a bunch of games to injury this year, and we've had some guys step up. You know, it starts at the point with Rashad um, figuring out his way, kind of, kind of in a new, more expanded role, and working your way down. We've gotten some real, real good play from some young guys in uh, in, in um, Hudson Fuqua and, and Wayman West. Those two, especially in district play, have really kind of stepped up their game. Um, you know, Wayman in the last few games is leading us in points scored and, and, and been a little bit more aggressive being on the attack. And Hudson, uh, as a freshman, his mentality has just always been to be on the attack. That's how he knows how to play. And he's a real physical kid uh, that has got a, it, like his, his upside and his future is, is so bright, him and Wayman's both. And then we've just had real, real solid leadership from, from Gray Turek and Ryan every night. You know those two are going to show up. They're going to be a physical presence. Uh, Gray is Gray has been our vocal leader. He, uh, you know, he he he's that. I don't know if I've ever had a kid, um, like like as a freshman again. Like as a freshman, I caught him. He he just he wasn't ready to go. He wasn't ready to. to I I didn't think he would ever develop. And then he grows a little bit. And one of the things about him is his his heart. And, and just his work ethic has gotten him to where he's at, you know, and it helps that he's grown obviously quite a bit. You know, he's six six now, six seven, but he's put in the time and put in the effort. And, and there's not a dude that I think that that we have that cares more on the team 
about trying to do the right thing, about trying to win, about trying to do all the little things right that it takes. And he's been a great leader. And, you know, when we, we missed him over Christmas, obviously, um, we, 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 but, you know, we, we've, we've been adaptable. We've adapted very well uh, to the situation. Guys have really done a good job of stepping up. we got another kid that comes off the bench, Adrice Gray, that wasn't playing uh, very much at the beginning of the year that comes in and probably plays eight to ten minutes a game now for us and has been uh, just a really, really solid player in his role. Um, you, you watch Adrice play and you're not going like, you, you know, you're like, how, how is he out there? Well, he's out there because he makes hustle plays. He's out there because he's he's in the right spot. He takes care of the basketball. Um, you know, he just does a bunch of little things right. And, you know, he, he's not going to take a bad shot. He's not going to – he again, he's not going to turn the basketball over. Like, guys like that have stepped up and helped kind of make us get on this a little bit. I, I say a little bit of a run. We're playing the best basketball we've played all year right now. And – um it's been because of the growth of those guys and, and kind of where they've come from the beginning of the season to now. So individuals are important, but really it's a team sport, and it's all about the team. So the team growth, when you talk about molding these guys and guys changing roles and all that, so of course that's life. You have to be able to adapt to move on. Talk about the growth of your team. Obviously you have seen that from from then until now. Yeah, no, it's, it's been very apparent that we've grown. We, we went from – uh, you know, right right after we were four and one, and then when EJ got hurt, it took us a little bit of time to again find a find a new identity. And I I knew it would. I knew it would take uh, about a month, and and you know it did. <laughs> that's just that's the only way you can put it. It did. And then when we got into district play, uh, we again had not played very many games as a as a whole collective unit because we had guys that had missed games so we were still trying to figure ourselves out um went into the oakland makeup game the stow break i don't know if you consider it helped or hurt <laughs> like that that nine days it's the longest it's the longest that i've ever gone in the middle of the season where we had a collective break like i don't re- i don't recall that ever happening before um again in 20 something years of coaching and we had a little bit of a reset uh when we came back it took us a second to get back in the groove and then when you watched us play against oakland on monday whatever day that makeup game was we played the worst game we played all season uh and then we turned right around on that tuesday playing blackman and played probably the best game we played all season uh, and we've played, to me, we've played fairly well ever since that Blackman game. So it just took us a little bit of time to figure it out. And, and I do believe we're playing the best basketball that we've played all year going into tournament time. And we don't know who we're going to play yet, but we'll, we'll we'll find out today and see how it goes and go from there. Well, you know, Coach, the, the thing about it is it's tournament sport. Effective today, your record's zero and zero. And that's holds true for everyone. You know, you uh, you talked about the Blackman game, one of the biggest wins of the year for you guys, and then there's been some almost games with the Rockville and all that stuff. It, that almost has to be encouraging for you, and especially the fact that you know uh, you're playing your best basketball as we get ready to go into the postseason. No, it is encouraging. Like it, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I I, I think typically traditionally we, we have found ways to for the most part, be playing our best basketball at the end of the season every year. Uh, um, and, and, again, some of that, I, I think I think we have some stuff figured out. I think there's 
you know, there's obviously some stuff we don't have figured out. That's just part of coaching. Uh, it's part of getting to know your team every year. But one of the things that, that our guys have done, uh, we talked about this before the before the Blackman game because, it, it, you know, we, we again, we didn't play very well. We, we played awful against Oakland. Uh, some of that had to do with them. Some of that had to do with us. Um, and then that next day against Blackman, we kind of came up with the phrase of we're going to build each other up, we're going we're, we're gonna to lift each other up, and we're going to compete. Um, and that's kind of been our theme ever since. You know, we, 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 we beat Blackman that night. Uh, then you turn around and we play Gallatin on that Friday night and have a really, really competitive game with them. Uh, up at their place in a in a heck of an environment, um, come up five points short there. Uh, then we then then again a five point loss to Oakland where we're in the game the whole time. Um, you know I think they took a, a ten point lead late and we kind of cut it and we had a, we had a chance to we had a chance to get back in it um, late. We just couldn't quite make enough plays down the stretch. And, and then uh, obviously Rockville the other night we get beaten overtime, and when you look at that game, to me it comes down to to really probably the the first quarter. Even though we won it ten to seven, um, we talked about some things that we needed to do different in there because I think we could have extended that lead a little bit if we would have done a couple things different offensively. Um, and, and you know, really we had a a real real bad two minute segment in the third quarter. Where we were up six, and then I, and, and then all of a sudden we were tied, um, and, and it, you know you look at those situations, and again we're right there, get beaten overtime, um, and we we've talked about the thing that we need to do uh, from a growth standpoint, from what we need to do to compete is we have to attack the paint, and it's it people say well you try to attack the paint that that means you're going through the post that's not what it means like. We need to attack the paint. We need to get paint touches, whether it's getting the ball to the post, whether it's on the drive and, and, and getting to the rim. Like We have been most successful offensively when we have attacked the paint. Um, and I think based on us looking at a bunch of film over the last two games and, and watching some with our guys yesterday, like hopefully hopefully we figured that out because I think if we'll, if we'll get that in, we'll put ourselves in the best position we can on Tuesday night, whoever it is we're playing to have a chance to win the game. With the nature of today's game, do you think mm-hmm. kids underscore the importance of attacking the paint? I think what happens is guys get enamored with the three-point line. Um, they they think that that's what that, – that, there, there's people that think that that's what the game's about. And when we shoot uh, – I looked at the stats yesterday. When, when we shoot, it was 18 or more three-pointers um, – from December on, we're O for whatever. Uh, when we shoot fourteen, it was fourteen or fifteen or less. Um, we're like three and five. So I mean, it, it, it's very obvious what we need to do, and you can go back in the tape and you can look at it. Like when we settle for threes, it just it doesn't work for us. It it it, it puts us in bad situations. We talked about the other night. You know, we took a couple bad threes. That led to layups for for Rockville in the game that we played because of the way that the ball bounded and you're not expecting the shot. So by not expecting the shot to be taken when it was taken, 
your get back's not great and when your get back's not great like it leads to what it did which was those layups that we gave up which when you talk about an overtime game when you talk about a, a what ended up being a seven point game but was really a, a three point game with with eight seconds left i mean that those plays are huge and we just have to understand that we can't settle that we need to attack and if we'll attack things will work out for us Coach, the get-backs are important. Hopefully you can get back to the region. you got a big game Tuesday night. Michael Voss, Riverdale head coach, we appreciate your time. Wish you the best of luck, Coach. Thanks, Danny. Appreciate it. The Coach's Show is brought to you by Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin, who will work with you to develop a complete tailored strategy to help you achieve your financial goals. That's Edward Jones Financial Advisor, Lee Colvin. This fanceroni pepperoni is fantastic.